everything you need for a brand new day. Cliffo and Kate for breakfast. A new week of the Cliffo and Kate podcast. A lot of little nervous kitties around the region waking up this morning, I would imagine. Yeah, it was first day of school for our uh, little ones. They started school today. Exciting. My big boy started school today. Your big girl started year four. Five today. Because you, you, I know you went to the drop off and all that um, straight after the show this morning, and then you came in and you're like, "Oh, how is Matilda's drop off?" And uh, unfortunately for my wife, it was sad, but only because my daughter didn't want her mother to be there. <laughs> Polar opposite drop offs today for us. Yeah, Michelle. I said, "How was it, Michelle?" Like she, I was totally uncool. She totally didn't want me to be there. But anyway. I- Time flies. Time flies, Time mate. flies. Time flies. Um, hang about on the pod today. An absolute huge one coming up. We're going to intro our new segment, Kate vs. Kyle, with Kyle Felt from the North Queensland. Yes, it wouldn't be Kate versus Kyle without Kyle. Mm. NRL legend and all-round great guy is taking on me. Mm. We're doing a lunchbox challenge. Producer Beck, explain the rules and the regulations, and you get to hear all about it. It's coming up. Plus, we ask the question, what did someone shove up their nose. <laughs> there is some context to that. There, there is. Um, there were some great calls. There, oh, mate, people are shoving things everywhere all over Cray- town. Not to, not to give too much away, but there was a crayon yeah. that did require a yep. hospital visit. Uh, it's coming up. The Cliff Owen, good hook, by the way. The Cliff Owen Kate podcast. Lucky to be joined in the studio by this this morning with our good friend, Mr. Kyle Felt. Hi, morning, Felty. Thank you very much for having me back off. Feels like a long off season in the radio station, as well as the football field. Yeah, so right. It's, it's this, nice this, to be back. This is pre-season not only for rugby league, but also for the radio. For radio, uh, absolutely. Radio. It, it really is. We want to get you in. Um, we're going to talk about this a little bit later on because we're launching uh, today and tomorrow a brand new thing called... Um, Kate versus Kyle. But more on that in a sec. We just wanted to get you in for a general chat first. How is preseason treating those old, old bones of yours, mate? <laughs> they are feeling very old at the moment, but no, it's good. Um, we've been very lucky with the weather. Uh, as you know, it's been a little bit overcast and raining. So uh, rain is, I guess, our friend at the moment up here. It uh, makes the days a little bit more cooler, which is nice. And um, yeah, and who doesn't like playing in the rain? So mm. <laughs> like going back to my childhood. But yeah, it's been tough, but the coaches are definitely not taking it easy on us and especially not us older fellas either. So it's good. Todd's been working you hard, has he? <laughs> yeah, very. So... <laughs> Um, have have to work off a lot of extra kilos that a lot of boys put on over Christmas. Mate, you haven't put on extra kilos. We've seen you in your budgie smugglers. Cliffo's had a picture Hello. of you. There he is. <laughs> there he is. Uh, this is actually quite awkward. So on Friday's show, we were talking about the new Cowboys range of budgie smugglers, like Speedos, and you can buy them at the team shop at the Cowboys Leagues Club. And, of course, one K felt first to put his hand up to model these bad boys <laughs> down the Strand, was it? Yeah, it was that to Brookpool. Was it? Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we have a swimming day um, before, uh, pre-Christmas. We had swimming days at um, to Brookpool and obviously – I don't swim in boardies or anything. I don't like them. But, yeah, so I was in the DTs and I was lucky enough to get the call up for a photo shoot with me good mate Colin Hess and Jack Gojeski. So. <laughs> don't you hate it when the paparazzi won't leave you alone? Like, well, there's the many worst. ladies around Townsville that are very thankful that you actually did that. Um, and in your personal life, you had a bit going on as well, Felty. Your lovely wife, Deanna, is pregnant with your second baby at the moment. When's Bub actually due? Uh it is, I'm pretty sure it's due April 26th. Okay. So okay. it's um, one day 
before our game against Penrith Panthers oh. at home. <laughs> Why does this always happen with rugby league? Like, there's never been a berth in the history of rugby league where a player didn't have to decide, like, where they're going to... Oh, I already know what I'm doing. I'm, you're, you're, playing. I'm playing. you're playing. You're playing. Mate, I'm not, I think I'm not players playing. always do. There was a big it's, one it's in right. the media last year, was it? Someone had to miss the birth of their first child because they were overseas. Who was that? Uh, was that Origin? Oh, I, see origin I think it was Origin. It was maybe well Origin. Too. I'm pretty sure JT, back in the day, his fourth child, there was uh, some scheduling around around God, that. By number four, it's just about <laughs> yeah, done. Job's good. <laughs> That's like, actually funny. That. We are talking to Chad Towns. He's obviously got four kids and we are just talking because Ruben's um, wife is due as well. So uh, yeah. wow. June, I think. So we're just talking and Reese Robson just had his daughter and we are just talking. I was yeah. like, oh, did you cry when, um, when Hazel was born? He goes, oh, no. I was like, oh, what? I cried. And then Chad goes, yeah, I cried for the first two, but the last two, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Something in the water at Cowboys. If you don't want to get pregnant, maybe don't go drinking yeah. the water at Cowboys. Everyone's Cowboys pregnant, all your partners. Yeah, how's Deanna doing? Because I saw her not long ago. We get our kids go to the same daycare, and poor thing, like she's pretty damn pregnant at the worst time of year in Townsville to be pregnant. Yeah, I don't, she doesn't know anything different. But um, when she was pregnant yeah, with Macy, right. she was pregnant at the same time. Really? So Macy was due February, and this new one's due April. So yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's tough going for her, but she's um she's doing well. We're just living in the air on flat biscuit at home for her and mm. so she's living the dream back working full time full massages mate yeah I brought one last time yeah, yeah. I'm not already for onto you it. for her mate <laughs> not for me no not a, not a chance no can one's... confirm that the foot massage when you're pregnant big big brownie points if you can give yeah. your wife yeah absolutely your feet get so sore yeah. your hips your feet you just want to be off your feet uh, no one's volunteering for those hobbit feet of yours <laughs> D's feet pretty good is one of the finest sports people North Queensland has ever produced. Hi, it's Kyle Felt. And she is Kate. Hello. This is Triple M's Kate versus Kyle. <laughs> Hopefully the opener is not a reflection of how the results actually go. Um, look, the, the, the Kate versus Kyle segment, I'm really excited about this, guys. And we came up with this segment because, look, Kyle, you're, you're an NRL star. You're a competitive guy. And I'm kind of a competitive girl. And we thought, what better way uh, than to showcase our competitive natures than to pin ourselves against each other and have a range of competitions where we can take each other on. Yeah, and I am very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, if we were doing a 50-metre sprint, I would be nervous. Yeah. But you shouldn't be nervous. Oh, like household chores and other things that oh, I'm not really good at are yeah. going to put me under like, a bit of pressure. So yeah. it's um, something that I'm looking forward to. Well, that's not good. Nervous. That doesn't bode well for today's challenge, not being good at the household chores. Because <laughs> I, I guess, in Kate, you highlight a good point. Like, we're never going to put you... Um, up against Kyle in like a scrum competition. Yeah, oh, I could, probably could. I'm a winger. I'm not, never in a scrum. <laughs> Maybe it could be a technical rugby union scrum. I know a thing or two about those. I think we're just going to avoid that athleticism I in general. So. We want more of a level playing field. Correct. And I've got to say props actually to our boss, Smithy, because of course it is, you know, your little boy starts school today for the first time. He does. It is back to school. <laughs> so Smithy was like the one who actually came up with the idea of doing a lunchbox challenge. I'm excited um, about this. We've tweaked it a little bit. Producer Beck, you've got the the rules and the the regulations for yes. this thing that we're doing. Don't I'm going to be the judge. I'm going to set out the rules, and I expect people to adhere to them. <laughs> so this oh, we need is to gonna... 
give her a referee like whistle, don't yeah. we? Send him to the sin bin. So this game, it's going to be a time challenge. So we're sticking to that kind of lunchbox, back to school vibe. I'm going to get you guys to make a school lunch. So your first challenge will be you have to make a sandwich. You're going to make ham and cheese sandwiches and not any old slap together like ham sandwich. It's got to be a nice ham sandwich. Uh, You're going to move on and now you're going to quarter an apple. Nicely quartered, no seeds. Move on to the orange where you'll peel the Mm. orange before you then put some Vegemite on some sayos. And this will be a time challenge. So the person who gets it done the fastest will win. This is a good lunch. Um, So some clarifying questions on (laughs) my behalf. Kyle's actually licking his lips (laughs) right now. Up up until the orange, I was was really intrigued. (laughs) Some clarifying questions, if Mm -hmm. I may, Rebecca. Um, do we need to, do we need to cut the crust off the bread, or are we leaving crust on? I think crust is good for you, so we'll, okay. leave, we'll leave the crust yeah. on. But I will like you to cut it diagonally, diagonally, diagonally. so yeah. in twos. The triangle in twos. sandwiches always taste better yeah, than square exactly. sandwiches. Okay, you get more if you cut it into a triangle. Got it. <laughs> and the apple? Are we peeling the apple or just quartering it and getting the seeds and yucky? No, we're going to get you to peel the orange. So I'll get you to quarter the apple. Okay, as I said, nice and neat, and make sure there's no seeds in that bad boy. Hell, Kyle, she's taking this serious, isn't <laughs> she? Yeah, I think yeah so. questions, mate. Or- I don't want to be disqualified. <laughs> do we have to? Do we have to? Box that in the lunchbox? <laughs> no, we'll just get you to we'll get you to glad wrap the sandwich. Um, we'll get you to glad wrap the sayers and everything else. We'll we'll deal as the budget comes. only extended to yeah. food, not lunchboxes. <laughs> okay, so look, that is how it's going to work, guys. We're actually going to go and do this after the show today. Um, you will hear all the action of the very first Kate versus Kyle tomorrow morning on the show. I can see Kyle's over. He's getting it's like pre-game. He's getting into the zone. Yeah, I'm some push-ups. I need to get a mother into me. Yeah. Take a few no-nos and get ready for the game. Bring, you know? the, bring the Red Bull in. Um, but the very first Kate versus Kyle, that's what it's going to be here at Unfold tomorrow here on Triple M Breakfast. Uh, for now, Kyle Felt, thanks for your time and game on. Game on. <laughs> Thank you very much, Cliffo. I bought you some, I brought you something on the show on Friday, probably from the more petty deep, petty parts of my mind or whatever, but there's something that's been happening in Townsville since April last year, and you know this. It's just, I don't know why, but it's just not sitting well with me. No, it's we're still talking about it. It's really grinding your gears. Yeah. You're bringing us all the breaking Townsville news yes, here at you. Triple M Breakfast. Yes, I could get a job in the newsroom. You're very right. Um, yeah, watch out, Archie. Watch out, guys. Um, so it concerns a witch's hat that is on the roof of the brand new Riverway Library. Mm. It has been thrown on there haphazardly. I guess it's some kid or something playing a prank. Um, and it's been up there since April when the library opened. I do notice every time like we talk about this, because believe it or not, we actually planned this show a little bit, we always <laughs> refer to it as a witch's hat, yet producer Beck always puts it on our show log as a traffic cone. This is a Uno Uno yes. um, problem that we're having again here, Rebecca. I'm um, for, for those of you that are listening, Cliffo and I obviously have lived in Townsville for quite some time, but we are bo- both from New South Wales originally, yeah. and I do know them as witches, witches hats. hats. We grew up, but I also know what a traffic cone oh, is. You know it's, what it is? It's tomato, tomato, right? It's like potato cake, potato scob. Like you know what it is, <laughs> exactly. but what you call it's different. Um, is that a Queensland thing, Beck? Has that always been a traffic cone? It might just be a Beck thing. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> I just like the sound of a traffic cone. It's simple. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. You know. Yeah. There are a few Beck things that can be quite questionable. This is very so true. We'll just add that to the list. Um, I So, yeah, I brought this to the show on Friday. I said this traffic cone, witch's hat, whatever you want to call it, it's quite ugly 
in a quite beautiful kind of setting, and it's been there since April. So I actually went on the, what's it called, Snap. Snap Send Solve, the council's great sort of app that you can go in there and log any issues or things that you would like solved and fixed by the council. I did it late last weekend, and I can confirm as of Friday afternoon, the witch's hat was... Still on top of the bloody... (laughs) God, the suspense! I'm thinking it's gone, it's been solved. And after I wrote... Because I didn't read this to you on Friday. After I wrote such a, a lovely, lovely little blurb in the Snap Send Solve, I wrote, and I think you'll get a kick out of this, I wrote... Dear Townsville City Council, this is so minor, it's laughable that I'm even reporting it. I'm hoping whoever's reading this has a sense of humour. Since the new Riverway Library opened, there has been a rogue witch's hat on the roof in front of the main entryway. It's driving me bananas. I'm almost at the point of grabbing a ladder and getting it down myself. Hoping you can look into the itch issue. Lots of love from this book-loving witch's hat-hating local. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps no no reply yet. Perhaps if it's not solved in a couple of weeks, we maybe need to get done there, get yes. it ourselves potentially. Oh. Obviously with, you know, with ladders and proper sort of safety equipment, but maybe we just go down there and solve it ourselves, Clifford. Get rid of this thing that's been bugging you. Please. I live in Townsville. I want to whinge about it, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Triple M's pressure test. Ten questions, 60 seconds, and a grand in the hand. Pressure test back in the morning after 8am all this week just for playing you score OzFest tickets. You haven't got to win, but if you do want the grand, this is where we make it much easier for you to win. Yeah, I'm giving you the answer to question number one. The question is... Not Happy Jan comes from which TV ad? What a cracking ad that was. Yellow Pages. Yellow Pages. Not Happy Jan. Jan forgot to put the ad in. (laughs) She did. And then the boss opens the window and screams it out. One one of the best ads going around at the time. Great one, great one. Uh, So Not Happy Jan, Yellow Pages, the answer to question number one for tomorrow's pressure test on Triple M. Kate, you have had, you have kids who uh, are in care while you and your hubby are at work. There's nothing worse than the unexpected call coming through from your daycare. Oh, when the, the phone the flashes up and it says yeah. daycare, you're like, what's going on? What's, what's happened? happened what have you done? What has happened well, look, now? I didn't panic so much with my daughter because um, you've met Matilda. She's a pretty good little girl. Uh, my son, he's the devil of the family. He's the evil <laughs> Knievel. He's the one that hurts himself. And he was very much on brand on Friday morning. We were wrapping up the show and my phone rang. Um, I answered it. It was daycare. Um, Stace, the principal there, said, oh, Charlie's shoved a bead, like a, you know, these little bead making yeah, kits? Yeah. Very small. Yeah. Picked up a little red bead, shoved it fair up the schnozzer. They couldn't get it out, but they Googled and it luckily like it worked. You can do like a bit of a mouth to mouth thing where you put your mouth on your child's and you <laughs> just blow into it real quick. Yeah. And the air must go up the nose and the bead pops out. Um, luckily, it worked with Charlie. My wife was closer than me, so she went and did it. Um, but for your enjoyment and for everyone, I thought I'd get some context. So on Friday afternoon, I asked Charlie what the dealio was, and he's four years old, everyone, so this is what he said. Charlie, you tell Daddy what happened at daycare today. So I put the, my nose in the bin. It goes all the way in my nose, 
and then Miss Carly looked at it, and then Mummy came and did a blow kiss, and then a blow kiss. Yeah, and then the thing gets out. So you shoved a bead up your nose. Yeah. And then Mum had to blow kiss your mouth. She had to go <laughs> in your mouth. And then what happened? And then it popped out. It popped out. Yeah. All good now? Yeah. Probably shouldn't shove things up your nose, should you? I will do it anymore. You will do it or you won't do it? I will do it. Don't do it! <laughs> Please don't. You don't want to be getting that phone call again no. for the second time. I don't know what it is about kids. They just, they see it, they must look at it yeah. and kind of go, I reckon that's going to fit pretty perfectly right in there. It's just the old one plus one equals two, isn't it? It, it? Like genuinely This is about is. the size of my nostril. Correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but, oh, it's still going. Okay. Um one triple three five three. Love to put it out there. What did someone get stuck up their nose after Charlie with the little red bead on Friday, or in in their ear? In their ear. Like I reckon kids will shove anything anywhere, won't they? I reckon a. There's going to be some mums and dads that have had to blow kiss a lot of things out of potential yeah. noses. Did you know about the blow no, kiss? By the way, what a handy tip. I, so I've have heard of it, but I've never heard the term blow kiss, and it's very cute. <laughs> it's very cute. But I also reckon, Cliffo, there's got to be some nurses or some doctors yeah. or someone that's worked in one of our amazing ED departments that have seen yeah. some obscure. Objects oh, yeah. stuck in noses or ears, maybe. Look, yeah, I'll take any orifice <laughs> at this point. No, no, no we've discussed this. Ma- We're not taking ma- any orifice. Maybe not any below the waist. <laughs> above the waist. One, We're taking right, above the waist. What got stuck in a hole? So nostrils, um, ears, eyes. Eyes have holes, like little holes. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. I, I reckon the Not biggest goal. Oh, hang on, this, the, the phones are lighting up. I can see what's what's happening here. Um, yeah, I would love to hear some stories, especially if you're a nurse or you work in one of our hospitals. There's got to be some crackers. One triple three five three. What got stuck in an ear, a nose, anything above the waist? We'll take one triple three five three. Chantel, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm okay. I'm better than I was Friday morning when I got the call from daycare um was this your kid or someone else's uh it was me it was, as a kid. It was you as a kid what did you get um stuck up your I nose or... it would be good to uh shove a vitamin c tablet up my nose oh man. um and i had shoved it so far up that my parents couldn't get it out so they had to take me to the hospital oh no yeah so what i can't did... remember much about it um but it's probably yeah, a good thing a... Yeah, um, but yeah, they had to take me to the hospital to to get it removed. Do you remember how that? Like, I guess, I guess doctors would have like long pairs of like pliers slash forceps or something. Yeah, yeah, but you don't want to go poking around there unless you are a fully trained. I haven't done it again, so uh, that's good. On the flip side, Chantel, I'm guessing that your vitamin C levels were pretty high for for the next couple (laughs) of weeks. Chantel (laughs) did not get scurvy that week. (laughs) Uh, Belinda's here. Belinda, what got stuck in ya or in someone else? Well, I was going to say, it wasn't me. It was my three-year-old son. Um, he got a crayon stuck in his ear. Do you know um, what? But- Belinda, it's always boys, isn't it? It's always <laughs> it boys it doing these silly things. How did you – did you get it out or did you have to take um, him to the uh, ED? <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, we were actually on holiday and we were having car trouble, so we were stuck in a little town in New South Wales called Narandera. Mm. Um, and we tried getting it out. We took him to the doctors. They couldn't get it out. So then they sent us up to the hospital. 
Um, we spent a day up at the hospital. They couldn't get it out, so oh, then they man. ended up transferring us to Wagga Wagga Hospital. Jeez. Um, and, yeah, so three days later, they had to surgically remove it. Did you, ever, yeah. wow. Did you ever watch Mr. Yeah. Squiggle growing up? Yes. Just like that, but instead of a nose, your son's got an ear that he can draw with. Um, Andrew's here. Andrew, was it you or someone else that got something stuck in him? No, it was my son. Again, Andrew, it's the always the boys. What did he get stuck in his in his mouth or in his ear? Oh, he swallowed um, one of those little balls that you put into pot plants to make decorations and that. Oh, no. Yeah, so he was only five at the time and, yeah, he had to get x-rayed and then we had to monitor to make sure when he passed it. Yeah, did you have to, I remember this, I've had a friend whose kid swallowed a coin and he was about the same age as your son, about five or six, and I had to pull the potty back out again. Yeah, well, I just handballed it out to mum. Oh, that is, that is not a fun process, having to make sure that comes out. Yeah. I didn't have to deal with it, so it was all right for me. <laughs> the boys again. The, the boys, boys in trouble. Thank- Andrew, thank you so much. No worries, guys. Good, mate. Have a good day. It's Triple M Breakfast.